Welcome to Sword and Shield, the official podcast of the 960th Cyberspace Wing. Join us for insight, knowledge, mentorship, and some fun as we discuss relevant topics in and around our wing. Please understand that the views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of the U.S. Air Force nor the Air Force Reserve, and no endorsement of any particular person or business is ever intended. Welcome back to the Sword and Shield podcast. I'm Colonel Rick Erich, and today I'm joined with Mr. Bud Benke. Bud, how are you doing? Doing great, sir. Thank you. Uh, good morning, gladiators. Looking forward to having a discussion with you. Yeah, I'm excited too. And I know we've been talking about doing this for a while and we've been working um, on our strategy kind of nonstop since I got here and it's kind of evolved. And this is a good opportunity for us to um, kind of give some behind the scenes to all of our airmen out there and anybody listening about kind of how we came up with our strategy, why it's important and what kind of things we're thinking about for the future. No doubt, sir. So it's crucially and wildly important that everybody understands our mission, uh, how we align with with our partners, uh, how we deter from our enemies and uh, making sure that we're just traveling in the same path together. There's too much uh, outside and internal influence that can jeopardize the the mission from being successful. And, and if we're not traveling in the same path, we're going to be in trouble, right? Yeah, I think uh, I spend a lot of time thinking about what things you and I talk about all the time, how we get the airmen at the lowest level in the organization on both coasts, either Langley or, I mean, even distance, I think, is is a challenge for us to get them to understand what we're trying to do and what it means to them and really have our airmen say, this is why I'm doing my job and this is how I align and and, and support the overall goals of the organization. Absolutely. So <clears throat> let, let me start by saying, uh, you know, continuous process improvement or CPI is something that's never accomplished, if that makes any sense. It's a hamster wheel, but I mean that in the most affectionate way possible, right? Because we we constantly have to improve. We're never satisfied with status quo uh, or reaching a destination because that destination will always change. If we're driving up to Austin, um, we need to prioritize why we're going to Austin, right? If we're heading north. So if you have an emergency in Austin, you're not going to stop at your local coffee shop and get a coffee. You have an emergency, so you prioritize and execute. You've got to get there. However, on the other hand, if it's not a priority, you can you can allow for time. You can allow for roadblocks to, to set in um, and then work those roadblocks. But if we don't prioritize really what the mission is, then we're going to go to New Braunfels. We're going to have a stop. We're going to go to San Marcos. You're going to have a stop. And now you've got a three-hour trip. That should have been one hour, right? So, yeah, some folks have called that uh, leisure and spontaneous. Um, in our business mission, right, we want everything to be kind of measured and very deliberate. I remember being at the unit, and when the wing commander would say strategy, my head would kind of go, oh, whatever, I'm tactical, and this is what I'm going. But really what I was getting at is um, if I was focused on that, just making sure that what I was doing um, aligned and supported the overall wing strategy. So in a way, I was supporting that, even though I didn't think about it in the sense of, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about it from a strategic point. Um, and then I went to school as lieutenant colonel, um, and then I got the big picture, and then all of a sudden it just clicked for me. And so I'm trying to – I think about that a lot as we try to implement, um, you know, the things that are important for us. No doubt, sir. Um, so – when we when we started on this journey, 
um, I'll say in April, because that's really been the impetus for um, at least my my implementation and my, my participation in the process. Um, the kind of things I was thinking about was I didn't want to necessarily drive the narrative. I wanted to be more of uh, group thinking, group process, because I don't have all the answers. Um, and so talk to us a little bit about how you thought that went and the forming, norming, storming, and what's important, what kind of things you saw were successful for us and maybe were some things we need to improve for the next time. So initially, my my gut instinct from how our spring leadership summit went when we initiated our strategic alignment and deployment um, and execution plan I think it went exceptionally well, given the circumstances that we were all disconnected. We weren't face to face um, because typically when you run a strat planning event, it's four or five days and you're locked in a room and you're handcuffed to each other and you have to get along with each other and you have to come away with with a no kidding plan going forward after the four or five day event. And <clears throat> we weren't afforded that luxury. Right. And so we had to communicate through technology and we couldn't look each other in the eye. We could not um, rely on on our body language and, and what the intent of what someone is really talking about and meaning um, and, and confident about when they say this should be a priority. No, this is really our priority. And so I think it went exceptionally well, given the circumstance. That said, we're still working on it. And that's OK, because, again, continuous process improvement means that we're just continuing to evolve, continuing to figure out obstacles and barriers, how to work around them or go through them. And I'm very, very proud of the collaboration that everybody uh, ex exhibited, um, the feedback that's been received, the communication, the compassion that everybody have and the patience that everybody displayed, too, because it can be really frustrating when when you're not able to shake someone's hand or give them a hug. And we can't do that through through a phone line, right? Um, so what we came up with in, in April were, were our three wing priorities, empowering airmen and families, optimizing readiness, and executing the mission. Uh, tremendous priorities for our wing, but also for our partners, uh, also for our higher headquarters, ultimately with our um, national defense strategy, right? And so we've got to be aligned from the very top all the way down to an airman basic and basic training, right? So everybody must be aligned. Uh, again, if we don't, we're just going to be flying blind. Our scope and our aperture is huge, and we've got to minimize that 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 waste, right? Yeah, it was really important for me to make sure that we are aligned up and down the chain, especially with AFRC. And then as 16th Air Force is evolving from an IW, I know we talk a lot about what is 16th Air Force doing, what is their leadership team um, focus on, and and I think you know between um, we've so we're trying to support both right operationally 16th Air Force, but AFRC is is um, you know our parent organization. We got to make sure that um, we're in line with that, and and eventually the NDS. And so I know we spent a lot of time talking about that and trying to formulate that. And you did a good job in your in your documents, and um, we'll ask it. We'll tell everybody at the end where where you can find them. And, and making sure that we're aligned and synchronized with uh, both organizations as we go up and out and then trying to push that down and through the organization so folks understand that. 
You know, I just thought of something, sir. So, you know, decentralizing command uh, was was a big part of success during our leadership summit, both in the spring and the fall, um, because it's really up to to everybody who is a mentor, who's a, who's a supervisor, who's a leader to share uh, our information, where we've come from, where we are and where we want to go um, with with your peers and with your subordinates and with everybody. Right. And the ability to to rely on our commanders and our superintendents and everybody out there to relay that message message to uh, communicate effectively, to ask really, really important and uh, focus-driven questions is is crucial to leadership, one. Um, two, you've got to understand, like I said, where we're going to go, right? And so we, we're, as a wing, we're starting to get to the point to where we know where we are. And we're measuring um, key performance indicators. We're measuring internal control measures. And we're collecting all this data. What do we do with it? How do we win with this data? Is it the right data? How are we measuring? Is it is there a delay in the data that we're collecting? And so we know where we are, I think. And if not, we're getting better at it. And eventually, we're going to close that gap from where we are to where we want to be uh, through that communication, through that decentralized command. Um, but it takes a village. It's not just through a podcast. It's not just superintendent it's everybody everybody's got to be involved you have to eat food every day right to survive we've got to align and get some every day right yeah so we're you know i I tell everybody that we're in this uh maturity continuum which you talk a lot about is we're still a toddler right we're just two and a half years old we're just trying to understand who we are we kind of figure out hey we're we're a wing now and we have all these responsibilities as a wing um, we've got all these gaps and seams and things we're trying to f- to focus on to fix. Um, and operationally, I think I feel good about we're starting to understand who we are, and what capabilities. You know, we bring all these different weapon systems together under not under one wing. No, no other wing in the Air Force has the breadth of weapon systems that we do. Uh, and so I'm proud of that fact, and I'm proud that we're working really hard and figuring out and trying to learn who we are better. And and then I think. We're starting to understand where we need to go in the future. Yeah, so, sir, we're working very hard. And and what I mean really by we are our priority champions, our goal owners, and our objective leads are working tremendously hard at uh, relaying communication and messages, uh, removing barriers. Um, and then at the tactical level, our objective leads and team leads are really getting some, right? Because they're doing the actual boots on the ground, uh, missiles in the air work. And uh, it, it's interesting to watch this development. This is the, this is the first time in my f- uh, five years of strategic planning that we've conducted this virtually. And so it, it makes me, it gives me the pose to question how, how, how quickly we could have evolved if, if COVID-19 hadn't taken place. If we were in a room for a week and we would have um, leaned out our priorities and goals and objectives face to face rather than than uh, virtually. But with that said, the the ability for all the airmen uh, to come together and work hard together as a working group has been the most rewarding thing that I've seen from my eyes 
because um so yeah so many so many obstacles take place when when you're not um when you don't have five days right we've had six months and there's so there's a lot of buffering and a lot of waste right there and our job as a cpi practitioner is to remove waste and some things are not in our control but the airman that we have in our wing sir i know you're very very proud of and you should be everybody should be proud of themselves um their leaders and their subordinates all alike because they are they are truly getting after it um given our obstacles and um not just our wing but across the entire afric across the entire big air force across our entire dod right we're getting some um and so i'm looking forward very much so to getting together face to face with everybody and seeing how we can progress from 2020s strat plan to 2021 and 22s strat plan um and seeing how our priorities change uh who our adversaries are uh and how we can close those gaps again yeah i'm um i think one of the i'm very proud of of what we've done and how far we've come and i think one of the bonuses that i think about a lot is I've had a chance to meet and interact with more people in the wing, and especially these party champions, goal owners, and objective leads that maybe I would not have had a chance to do. And, and to see them um, conduct briefings and do their work and be proud of their work and be able to show their work um, has really been rewarding. And so I just had a party three kind of update. And so I got a chance to hear from some people that probably wouldn't normally get a chance to brief the wing commander. Right. And talk about all the hard work they did. And, uh, you know, the priority three is killing it and uh, all the priors are doing a great job. But um, I think they're all kind of been on their timeline and, um, you know, they're doing their own forming, norming and storming inside their own groups. And they got different challenges and different barriers and they're all attacking those differently. So that's been interesting to see how that's evolved and how the leaders are participating. And then um, and I knew you were a part of this as well as, as they're guiding and men mentoring them as they as they go about their business and then how they came up with the idea of uh, having a cross priority person to connect the tissue between what they're all doing and make sure there's not duplication effort like that was that was all your idea and the team's idea um, to make sure that we're not you know having waste and so we've seen a lot of innovative things come out of this and, and when i think about innovation it's not just widgets right it's not we're just going to do four widgets in the time that you know we used to do two widgets in. It's really innovation and thinking, the diversity of thought. Um, and, and frankly, some of the things came out have challenged me. And I think that's good, right? That's what we want. It, this is not this is not Rick Erridge's thought. It's not Bud Benke's. It's it's what are we doing collectively and what where we need to focus on. And I know you and I had a lot of discussion about um, this is a huge lift, huge ask. And I wanted to focus on just taking one bite at a time, you know, and not try to eat the whole elephant, but just take one bite at a time. Yeah, so it's very easy for us to get overwhelmed, right? We can't, we cannot compartmentalize very well. So we've got to constantly work on it. We, we've got to put work topics into the work folder. We've got to put finances into the finances folder, family into that folder. And if we don't, we're going to get overwhelmed and overrun and stress set, sets in and and we stop exercising, we stop eating correctly, we stop sleeping, right? So a lot, a lot of barriers, barriers and obstacles can creep into to this mission. Um, let me put a plug in real quick. We're, we're talking about the, the, the ability to communicate and interact and the work being done between the priority champions, the goal owners, and the objective leads. Um, 
you know, so we're going to be doing this again in the spring, right? We're going to be reevaluating what we're doing currently and where we want to go. And so, you know, we need we need leaders to step up and volunteer for this tremendous opportunity to to mold and mature the wing. But it's not just the wing, it's yourself, right? One of our uh, core values in the Air Force is service before self. Tremendous core value. But that doesn't mean put yourself second, right? You've got to take the initiative and you've got to develop yourself and harness your sword and and sharpen that sword and and forge that sucker and make it as strong as possible for, for yourself, for your family, for your wingmen, for your organization, right? So the opportunity is there for you to work through barriers like virtual strat planning, which is huge, right? And it allows you to, to take the bull by the horns, work on your commun- communication skills, your leadership, your ability to ask questions, your ability to follow and execute ultimately. So the plug is get off your tail and volunteer. Yeah, we need everybody, right? Again, you talked about it earlier about this is it takes a village and, you know, and, and sometimes the village expands. And we need everybody to participate. And we really want you to like sharpen your personal development and really help the wing out with something maybe that you're passionate about, right? And so if you really feel strong about something that we're not doing something the right way, no better way than to be part of the solution and and help us understand the problem by participating. Um, And we know we didn't, you know, Bud and I, you know, we talked about this. We know we didn't get this 100% right the first time, but I think that's okay, right? And we're going to do better next time. Continue to refine it. And, and we don't do celebrating enough. Like we don't celebrate our success enough in the military. Uh, we finish something, maybe we slap a high five, do a coin, and we move on to the next challenge. And so we're going to spend some time celebrating where we are and what we did. Um, today, we did some celebrating internal for Priority 3. They're really close to um, slapping the table and being done with some things. And in the spring, we're going to say, okay, what's next? And so... Um, we're really going to lean on you, Bud, to help us through that process and be that facilitator. Looking forward to um, seeing what's next. I'm happy to do it, sir. So when this job came available for me, I was extremely happy in my previous job. Uh, was not looking for a career move. Um, I was told about an opening for a wing process manager at, at a cyberspace wing. I said, oh, great. I'm not going to be considered for that. I'm not a cyber guy. And uh after reading the the job announcement, I said, wow, I, I think I might have an opportunity. I might have a chance here. And this was a dream for a CPI practitioner to, to enter into a, a brand new wing and, and have the ability to, to shape it like Play-Doh. How exactly, how not only the commanders want it, but how the airmen want it. That's, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a tremendous blessing to be able to talk with people, figure out problems, um, influence, I think is, is a key piece of leadership too. And we've got tremendous influence across the wing. Um, so I, I implore everybody out there to continue to ask questions. How, how can we make what we're currently doing more efficient, uh, more lethal um, and safer for, for everybody operating? Uh, and for our and for our allies and our partners. Yeah, you said something that resonated with me, and that was the Play-Doh. And so I think some people, the perception I had from some folks when I got here was that that was the biggest challenge. Was that um, it was it was 
too soft and squishy. And we, we had all these challenges and wasn't really focused. And, you know, sometimes you're overwhelmed by the number of challenges. You don't know where to start. Um, and so hopefully I was able to get, bring some clarity to that and kind of focus on here's the things we're going to work on. And we're just going to let the rest worry about it. But to me, the exciting part of the job is being able to mold it. And so when I talk to General Borgen and people outside of the cyber world, they're like, like we talked to the IG last week and they're like, we don't know anything about cyber. You're going to have to tell us um, what a cyber wing looks like and how we're supposed to inspect the cyber wing and what's readiness look like in cyber. Like we get a chance to like write the history books here. We get to define it how we want to define it and how it makes sense. Where if you're in a wing that's been around for 50 years, right? I've been there trying to change anything from an institution that's been there for 50 years. And the chief run in that organization grew up as an airman and chief and has been for 30 years. Really hard to make change. We're at a place now where we're making change every day. We're changing directions from 180 to 360 all the time. I, yeah, you're right, sir. We are the definition of change agents right now, <laughs> right? And, um, you know, Play-Doh, if, if you play, I've got a three-year-old, and so I'm going back to Play-Doh. When you, when you when you form and mold Play-Doh, it's squishy and there's not, it's not a strong foundation. But you know what? If you leave it outside for two days, it becomes hard as a rock. <laughs> yes, it does. And so you keep forming it to where you want it, and then you just kind of let it marinate and let it run, and now you've got a foundation. And so hopefully that's what our Play-Doh currently will, will probably look like right we but we have to continue to 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 shape it and take a knife and cut away and lean it out um but also add to it if we can but we can't do that without a very very strong piece of cement and foundation so i think that's where we're getting i know that's where we're getting because of everybody's commitment and everybody's ability to tackle barriers and overcome these barriers especially virtually right right and so i was so when somebody volunteers to be part of um one of these priorities goals or objectives um i really want to focus on getting them to success and if they can with whatever window that is if they can give us six months we'll take you for six months and then we're gonna slap you high five and say thanks celebrate it and then let you move on right we're not gonna I'm going to air quote, punish people for um, their great work and make them continue to do this stuff, right? Uh, unless they want to, unless they have a passion for it. Um, we want to get a number of people through the process to understand how we do strategy. And I think per personally, I needed that way before being a lieutenant colonel. And this would have given me opportunity to understand why it's important to get involved in strategic planning and then how we use data to make decisions and how we're aligning all of our metrics and goals to ensure that the organization continues to move forward. Definitely. So and sometimes we have to step back. We have to observe. And, you know, we talk, I've talked about OODA loop quite a bit, right? Observe, orient, decide and act. So imagine if you're, you're a fighter pilot, right? Uh, obviously I'll be Maverick and, and Colonel Erich can, can probably be like, be goose. he'll probably be Merlin. Right. <laughs> but you know, you kill two bogeys, right? And you've got 30 more coming your way. And you're talking to the E2 above you saying, okay, two bogeys down. E2 saying, oh, well, that's great, but you've got 30 more. Well, you're not going to fight 30 bogeys at 12,000 feet. You might need to get up to 30 and take a bigger picture. And so that's exactly what we're doing here, right? We're, we're trying to look down at the big picture of our organization, how it correlates to um, AFRIC and, and Air Force and figure out okay, we need to prioritize which bogey is going to go go first, right? Does this bogey have tomahawks? Do they have sidewinders or do they just, are they just gas, 
and we need to go after the sidewinder first, right? And so we prioritize, and and it's very very important to communicate with that E two or your higher uh, headquarters. Um, it's very important to coordinate with your other wingmen and figure out where they're going to be, um, and then ultimately make a decision on your plan. But if you don't have that strategic plan, you're just going to be firing blind, right? And we've got to have a target. I think I think that we've done a great job at recognizing targets and they're in our sights and some targets have been destroyed. Some targets are still remaining and it's a continuous evolution, right? We cannot be satisfied with two bogeys down. We still have 30 to go. Yep, that's a great that's a great way to look at it. And I think for me, I think about that our three priorities should be enduring and then all the work we're doing should fit in one of those three priorities. And if it doesn't, if we're asking you to do something that doesn't necessarily fit under one of those, then we need to talk about um, what we're doing and why we're doing it. So, um, but I just want to say thank you uh, for joining us today. I appreciate it. Um, you play a very important role in helping this organization understand who we are and the direction we're headed. And um, I kind of, you're kind of the traffic cop, I think, helping us stay on, stay on the road and keep moving the direction and that make sure we're not speeding. But Make sure we're not going um, too far under the speed limit as well, right? Pushing us forward. And um, and, and so if anybody's interested, uh, please ask you to reach out to Mr. Benke or myself or anybody in your chain and volunteer. There's lots of opportunities for you to make an impact and uh, influence what our wing looks like and help help write that history. So I'll leave you the last word, bud. Yeah, thank you, sir. Um, it's been a pleasure to be a part of this wing and to have such an um an opportunity to to develop myself, develop others around me, and develop and mature our organization. And so I I definitely encourage everybody if if you're looking to contribute, if you're looking to be valued, um, and to speak your opinion because your opinion is absolutely crucial to the success of our mission. Um, relay that that message to your superiors. Relay that to to anybody in the wing. And your voice will be heard. You know, everybody listening right now is a stakeholder. I'd, I'd even go as far as to say everybody here is a customer. And so um, make sure that your demands are being voiced so that everybody else can meet them. And make sure you're meeting demands um, that are being voiced to you, right? And so work with each other. Everybody's done a great job working virtually. Looking forward to getting back into the office. And we talked about celebrating success. You know, there's nothing like the sound of a really loud high five. Everybody turns around and looks because it's a it's a great sound. And so uh, looking forward to getting getting that again with y'all gladiators. And so um, if you have any questions for me, please email me. You can also visit the CPI SharePoint site underneath the uh, the 960 uh, wing SharePoint. So just look for the CPI at the top. And um, there's a there's a boatload of templates. There's a boatload of strategic planning uh, documents and information, uh, ways ahead, um, and ultimately our dashboard that tracks our key performance indicators, our internal control measures. Um, it gives you a snapshot of where we are, how we're progressing, and what's next. And so visit those things. And if you have any questions, please reach out and uh, let's go get some. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Thanks, sir. Until next time, gladiators.